0: Happy stray Day Big Fudge
1: G'day, g'day Conco Here we are about to do another stellar episode of the podcast But before we jump into things We've got a few dates we need to put out on the table A few datery do's Data do's as you could say uh, Beginning with Wrestling Go returning to the Marion Community Centre on January the 29th That's a Sunday uh, midday show uh, should be a lot of fun. 500 Fights of Summer. Bit of a play on words. They're pretty good at that with their show titles. <laughs> they are, Big Fudge. <laughs> but that's not all for the Fudge Meister, because Big Fudge is returning to Perth. On February 11th, I will be wrestling at Schwa, S-H-W-A. I don't know which one they prefer. I like saying Schwa, it's more fun. Schwa. It is. It's a lot more fun. It makes you sound like Sean Connery. <laughs> That's uh, February 11th. All the information for that will be uh, on Swah Swar's Facebook page. Big Fudge Wrestling at the <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: But, of course, that's for our Perth fans, for our New South Wales fans. Of course, uh, Newcastle Pro Wrestling 56, that is the Kings of the Castle tournament. That's the one you've all been waiting for. That is Saturday, 18th of February. Tickets are at newcastleprowrestling.com.au. Still need to get a tag team partner for that one. So if you have any suggestions, get in touch with me on social media, and we'll cover those off later. But for now, here
1: we come. I'm coming. (laughs) Mate. 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 Mate.
0: It is Australia Day. It is. I suppose by the time this comes out, hopefully, if I can get the editing all done. I'm feeling very
1: bloody patriotic, Conco. I am too. Uh, big fudge. Let's crack open the BBs. Is our Australia
0: Day special, I guess? what you want to call it.
1: The, yes, let's just call it that. We don't have anything else to call it. No, we don't, we don't have a guest, so we're very
0: sorry for that right up front, but hopefully it's good enough just to have the two of us,
1: and we are, of course, Conco. And a fudge, mate. The fudge, mate. Oh, uh, thanks for joining us. Here we are, another award-winning episode of the most Australian podcast in the world.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We uh, we are award-winning. We are constantly taking out that participation award. Big fudge, like all winners. Here, as we mentioned, no guest, just the two of us. We had to make it happen, though.
1: Well, let's put things in the context here a little bit. We came mm-hmm. off a pretty big weekend. Uh, I know you had a double header, huge weekend. Uh, it was a bit of a Long weekend of sorts Everyone was very tired uh, Saturday night was of course Rock and Roll Wrestling At Nowra, Shoalhaven Yes Big venue, big show, big crowd Yeah, I
0: like doing that one a lot um, It's just as much as I enjoy The the Leaguesies and the, uh, the RSLs and the Bolos it's, uh there's something really cool about being able to say that you know, I'm wrestling at the entertainment center this uh, this weekend yeah. <laughs> it, just, it does sound a bit more uh, legitimate, impressive. yeah, but um yeah, great great turnout like last time, uh, and hopefully rock and roll wrestling will just only keep growing its presence down there. Apparently, I'm sure they will yeah appara- apparently the room there um, can open up even bigger oh really I think I don't know that was that a, was
1: near sold out from what I heard.
0: Uh, yeah, well, the, the one last year was sold out. Well, I think it's like it's sold out in its current capacity. Yes. But if they open up the rooms at the back or if they have enough, you know, then that's, you know, going to fit more people. So in its current setting, yeah, it was sold out um, last time. And then I think it was pretty much sold out the same uh, on Saturday night. Big show, great ladder match between... Um, Four of the finest, and uh, came up short on the old uh, rock and roll heavyweight championship match. That's but right. You'll get good just next to be, time. Yeah, good to be in it. Good opportunity. First shot at it. Um, you win the moral victory, Conker. <laughs> I did win the moral victory. Uh, yeah, took the old uh, Penny Farthing
1: down there and rode it out on the stage. It's, it's, some fans don't quite know how to take it. It's funny because the next day when we're at uh, Rudy Hill for PWA... Uh, we actually Facebook lived it. You're doing your pre-match ritual, just riding around. If there's enough room, I will in ride it. Circles. Just around in, yeah, yeah, getting a good uh, leg pump on. But uh, of course, as I mentioned, we just uh, we had a show at Rudy Hill for PWA the very following day. That was an early morning for everyone after uh, a late night at uh, Nara. Yeah, so it was a big weekend for anyone who did both. So it was
0: uh, obviously not. I wasn't the only one. But, um, of course, to all four guys in that ladder match too who had to, you know, throw each other into ladders and then uh, leave now and then be, uh, I think, at the training facility at seven to get the ring and all this. So, it's a whole... There's a lot that goes on that um, the fans don't really... uh, Probably aren't aware of, but... um, yeah, it's pretty full on
1: And that's pretty much why we don't have a guest on this episode really Because uh, I think we are just a bit tired Like I had a late night of work the night before you mm. had the show Everyone, All the wrestlers seemed pretty uh, fatigued And I just wanted to help with Ring Crew after the show And make sure it was done We could get out of there ASAP As soon as ASAP
0: as soon as ASAP. Also, we're just poorly prepared. Some some, yeah. week, some weeks we do try to load them up, and we did try to load one up uh, a week in advance for this one, but um, again, more technical difficulties. So. The
1: podcast riddled, riddled with technical
0: difficulties. You know, the Riddler is uh, riddling us with technical difficulties <laughs> once again. Uh, but of course, this is, I suppose, our uh, Australia Day special. And but also, our- it's
1: a milestone mm-hmm. for us, Conco, mm-hmm. because this is the fourth... Consecutive episode We've released in a row In a singular month It's pretty good, big month Pretty big month, yeah Uh, Even though we couldn't get a guest We're still putting this one out there For you guys to listen to I think it's pretty good effort I think it was
0: also We kind of had some good feedback On the the New Year's one That didn't have a guest either Yeah Uh, I don't want this show Just relying heavily on the um, on The the, On the shoulders of the guests So Hopefully, uh, Conco and The Fudge as a team
1: can uh, be enough of a draw. That's in, a huge anxiety of mine as well. I always wonder, oh, fuck, when are we going to run out of guests? Is this guest going to draw interest this week? Et cetera, et cetera. And then now that we don't have a guest for the second episode that we've done without a guest, I wonder, will people listen to this? Will people tune in? I think people might give it a listen. Hopefully. Hey, Hello. Hopefully, yes. And
0: if that, and if that is... Uh, you, the listener uh, Thank you Thank you from the bottom of our hearts And the top of the, our hearts The whole uh, heart,
1: the, pretty much The whole heart Yeah Top the, to bottom Yeah, and side to side And
0: side to side I didn't even consider that well, look, From all the dimensions of the heart Thank you for <laughs> giving us a go without a guest A uh, Big Fudge, of course, this United Kingdom tournament was uh, all the was all the rage? It was all over. It there. was. It just very recently passed us. Uh, did it uh, took span,
1: uh, Took place over the span of a weekend uh, over in the United Kingdom. Nothing ever has been done like that on that sort of platform either. Uh, WWE's never given host to that sort of. Uh, no opportunity for all those independent uh, wrestlers.
0: No, but then of course the first thing on everybody's, or oh, a lot of people's lips. I know at the shows I've been at, and the, a lot of the discussion is maybe they'll do an Australian one, or uh, and I'm sure that it's the same thing over in Canada, then the you know Japan. Some, yeah, exactly. They could do a tournament like that for a lot of different countries. Exactly, uh, but uh, of course now with uh, us being Australian and us knowing that uh, there's just as much. Uh, quality Australian
1: independent talent to fill a tournament like that uh, uh, and plus this being Australia Day I think uh, it sort yeah. of makes sense yeah so what Big Fudge and I did
0: seeing, seeing as we already uh, went one step further and designed the uh, the championship the the big coit belt
1: the Australian championship we
0: did oh the Australian as it uh, is Australia written it. it's just Australian it's <laughs> T-R-A-Y-A-N <laughs> Australian Championship What we decided to do was We uh, we wanted what it would be like If they actually did this tournament Exactly And uh, we made ourselves the announcers for it And uh, we thought it might sound a little something like this
1: Alright, Conco, here we are at the scene of the Australian Championship Tournament. No tournament is more true blue than this, mate. Strike a light, Big Fudge. This tournament, I've been looking forward to it for a long bloody time, and it's here today. We have eight competitors here, ready to wrestle. Wrestle a crocodile, maybe, but most likely wrestle each other be crowned. I think that's pretty much what they're going to do, Big Fudge. They're going to wrestle each other. (laughs) One man needs to be crowned the Australian champion. Australian
0: champion, Big Fudge. We're going to crown Australian champion, and he's going to get a slab and that
1: uh, build. Case of BB, mate.
0: Let's introduce the competitors right now, Big Fudge. Here they are, lining up, all eight of them. Of course, the first bracket you can see there. Brooksy himself, Adam Brooks, and of course he's going to take on... Jack Bonza Doesn't get any more Australian than having Brooksie versus Bonza. Oh, mate. So Australian. Mate, these two. I know them pretty well. They're not here to fuck spiders. I'll
1: tell you what, this is going to be a grouse matchup, Big Fudge. <laughs> In the next match we have, of course, Congo is... It's the Battle of the Birds, Big Fudge. Oh, mate. High flying at its best. Absolutely. Yeah, of course mainstay.
0: Everyone who's been to a show in New South Wales pretty much knows who this guy is. He's
1: the Birdman himself. Phil Picasso, mate. You know, here, He's crazy. He's flapping his arms like a chicken. He's ready to go. He is. He absolutely is. We said it was the Battle of the Birds. We knew him as Robbie Eagles, but here on the WWE
0: platform, uh, he's got a similar name, of course, Bob Hawke. He's planned to go
1: all the way and just slam those beers, mate. We're going to find out which bird's going to fly. Mate, is it going to be Birdman or is it going to be Bob Hawke? And then our next match in the opening round of the tournament is Eric Coitus quite a ladies man if I may say so myself not that I'd know but he's taking on New Zealand sensation Travis Banks that's right
0: this is an Aussie tournament but uh, we figured Banksy
1: we can claim him as one of our own because that's what we do with the Kiwis so Travis one Banks he's wrestled here a few times he counts he's yeah, Australian
0: yeah. he's Aussie now as he's as as true blue
1: as it comes look at him he's holding a A dead redo in one hand and a boomerang in the other. Mate. He's true blue Aussie. Absolutely.
0: And that Eric Coitus. Now, with a name like Coitus, you'd think he might be here to fuck spiders. But no, Big Fudge, he's another one that's not here to fuck spiders. If there's any spider fucking going on, it's not going to be by Eric bloody Coitus, I'll tell you that much. And of course, Big Fudge, no stranger to Eric Coitus either. He's his uh, weekend warrior mate, known as he uh, has been renamed on this show, was Mr. Juicy. Now he's Captain Succulent. Look who's coming down the ramp, Big Fudge.
1: I thought he was a myth. My God. It's Charles Dozer himself, Big Fudge. I thought they I thought he was dead. He's one of the most legendary Australians in the history of Australia. He's not dead, Conko. He's he not just dead. He broke out of prison. Oh my god. And he's here. He's Mate, vengeful. He is he's angry. There's no one more Australian than the
0: YouTube epic Australian man arrested and this is Charles Dozer he's here and he's ready to take on Eric Coitus uh, no sorry and he's here to take on
1: Captain, Captain, Captain man. he is he's here to take on Captain Zakulan. had a bit of a fuck up then didn't you Conco I did that's okay it happens from time to time it mate. does
0: but uh, I'm just look I'm, I'm ready to hand over my mic which is what I'm, uh, I'm I'm thinking two things at once of course I did assure him that he could speak you
1: just, and, you just assured me I could speak.
0: Yeah, I yeah, know. No. I'm, I'm allowing
1: you to now. We, we uh, did say we were going to give you some interview time. It's yeah. all right, mate. Just calm so, down. Did you have any words for Captain Succulent, uh, Dozer? Succulent, are you waiting to receive my headlock, sir? This looks like it could end up in quite a confrontation. Here they are face to face. I think it could turn into a bit of a shit fight, Big Fudge. This is the bloke who got me on the penis before. Get your succulent hands. All right, somebody break these two up. Then. All right, sell down, lads. Sell down. Ta-da! This tournament hasn't Officially begun yet Well, oh, big fight We've already got a taste Of what we can expect Of course That's going to be live streamed On the WWE Network <laughs> Maybe <laughs> And we're back Yes we are It doesn't get Any more Australian Than that Conco It could get a little bit More Australian Well let's, I wanted to talk to you About this Seeing how this is The Australian yes. Day episode I mm. thought it would be Very appropriate If maybe we shared stories Of perhaps The most Australian thing we've seen our wrestling show yeah uh you've got one big fudge apparently i do yeah. uh something came to mind when i was thinking about this a couple of years ago we recently well i mean not a couple of years ago we recently just had <laughs> two years guests. ago
0: we recently
1: <laughs> yeah okay. I, I got my story jumbled up then let me have a bit of an introduction we recently just had our guest gavin mcgavin on from epw over in so perth yes uh, a couple of years ago i was actually over in perth i did Uh, Week of training with and Knight And uh, it was hosted by NHPW And it was the same week as EPW Reawakening Which is like their big Wrestlemania-esque type of show The anniversary, yep, type Yeah, so I'd never seen uh, an EPW show before I'd never seen a Reawakening show before I only ever heard good things Was lucky enough to watch one of them Uh, The opening match of this show was a four-way And one of the competitors in this match His name was Hughesy. And H- this guy H- Huggsy? Hughesy, Right Now this guy's a true blue Australian conco mm-hmm. He comes out to working class man Dressed as a tradie Drinking a VB I've never seen a more Australian performer than him And I thought he had a very entertaining gimmick I was instantly sold on him uh, And what actually happened was I was standing in a section of the crowd Which was like the drinking section EPW breaks up their crowd, So they have one section of the crowd, which is specifically for drinking mm. and then the rest, which is just all seating pretty right. much. But the drinking section is standing. Uh, watched the first match, thoroughly enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed the rest of the show. But it wasn't too long after the first match concluded that I turned around behind me. I realized Hughesy was standing behind me in the drinking section after he finished his match having a beer. Wasting no time Getting on it Big Fudge Were you
0: aware that That was the original Bluey Bonzer That was Jack Bonzer Was that the exact gimmick? Came, came out to Working class man uh, Had the footy shorts The tradie boots uh, The Just the You know The the chesty Bonds singlet Like yeah That was his uh, That was how he started
1: I, had, I knew yeah. Obviously he had An Australian gimmick But uh, Yep the only time I really first started seeing Bonzer wrestle was when he came over to PWA. So
0: yeah. Well, prior to that he had, um, yeah, he was blue. He had the, uh, the kangaroos, 40 shorts, and then he had, uh, like the same green trunks, but they had like the Australian made, uh, kangaroo, you know, triangle on the back. Yeah. That was, uh, well, when you were mentioning the most Aussie thing I've seen on shows, my mind immediately went to old classic bluey Bonzer before he was Jack Bonzer. um, and then the other thing I thought was uh, there was uh, Bush Ranger Kelly. Bush Ranger Kelly. Bush Ranger Kelly, who uh, was a master wrestler in AWF, went overseas, wrestled as Bush Ranger Kelly. Had a cracked a whip, had one of those big, uh, you know, those, I don't know what they're called, like the big kind of long jackets with like the big, uh, you
1: know, shouldered gimmicks and the the Cobras and sounds pretty Australian. Yeah, he did. Sounds yeah. like some real Ned Kelly shit there.
0: Yeah, he didn't quite have the beard though, but um, yeah, he just just came out cracking a whip. Uh, well, there was another one that I was thinking of. Of course, I think the uh, the other reason that my mind might have gone straight to Bonza was that he also years later it turned out was the masked wrestler Koala Man in Newcastle Pro Wrestling. I remember this. He uh, yeah he so he's been working class man and he's
1: been a a masked koala uh probably not the first and probably not the last person to do a masked koala related gimmick no i've seen it done a few times in australia yes yes there's uh of course i think there's a few in
0: queensland there's a combat wombat as well
1: yes i've seen that but everyone does these uh koala wombat gimmicks why does no one do maybe like a platypus a kangaroo gimmick platypus is a very uh unique creature big fudge so (laughs) Uh,
0: I think that you could come up with maybe a really cool mask for one of those. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. We do have a lot of interesting wildlife and it's kind of one of the things that we're known for. Uh, another one of the things I thought of when you said to think of the most Australian thing that I've seen on a show is when there's a show with, a say, a guest from, you know, former WWE superstar, whoever, uh, and they, they're there and that's who a lot of people are there to see and they're for the night playing the heel... To the, you know, hometown Aussie who's there to defend the good of Australia. Yes. And it doesn't
1: quite go the way as planned. No, because everyone's always like, oh my God, that guy was on my television once. Yeah, exactly. Now he's wrestling this guy I've never heard of.
0: Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't go as... Yeah, I've seen that happen a few times and that was just something that I
1: thought of. I remember at the first international assault tour. Yeah. They brought down Nathan Jones or maybe he was still living here at the time. Now, Nathan Jones, of course, had a highly successful run in the WWE. Extremely successful, yeah. <laughs> and they brought him back thinking how appropriate it would be for an Australian tour with all these international guys to have yeah. some, some Australian blood on the show, yeah. uh, wrestled on the show. Which one was it that you saw? You saw the uh, Sydney one? Two, yeah, the Sydney one. Yeah. It was back in 2005. And uh, I just remember the ovation from the crowd... And by the ovation from the crowd, I mean the crickets I heard when he came out because no Jones. one gave a fuck that he was there. Oh, damn. And I'm pretty sure that was the last time he wrestled, Nathan Jones. That tour, yeah, could have been. Um, I remember him wrestling
0: Mark Hilton on the I yeah think, he did the, on the Sydney show. Yeah, all well, he did the Newcastle one because I only went to the Newcastle one. But yeah, Mark Hilton, of course. And then the following, this is this is something that occurred to me the other day. Sorry, I'm getting very sidetracked, but. Uh, It occurred to me that the... Now, the UK tournament, one of the commentators was Nodra McGuinness. Yes. Cruiserweight Classic, one of the commentators was Daniel Bryan. Two of them headlined that second uh, International Assault Tour. They did. 205 Live, I believe, is also commentated by Austin Aries. Yes. Who was also on that tour. Wow. And so, I'm like... Who else I guess was on that they're going to get Kid Cash and Billy <laughs> well,
1: Kidman to commentate. Well,
0: Kidman's a producer show there they do now, but I don't see Cash being anywhere near the <laughs> the fold anytime soon. <laughs> I think he may have tried his hand at MMA recently and got his ass handed to him,
1: as a lot of professional wrestlers do when they transition over to MMA. Some of them, yeah. I think uh, the worst thing about being a wrestler, located in Australia, is just having to deal with the summer heat. Wrestling in summer Is bullshit sometimes
0: Oh yeah And if you do a festival show outdoors or something. Oh fuck
1: that Yeah I've been in that situation A few have times you, Have you
0: been in that situation And the canvas is
1: like a PVC kind of thing
0: It's yeah. not like a canvas <laughs> It's like a plasticky kind of Some people get rings like that Yeah Get canvases like that
1: You take a bump And then your skin starts to melt off Yeah <laughs> Well a lot of like uh, You know clubs have air conditioning so mm. it's not so bad but if you're doing say a festival show or like uh one that recently comes to mind with me is we did a, a hoose show in december yes. like the private toga party show yeah just for the wrestlers to watch um and that just the the hoose shows take place at the the hoose the training venue which is just a factory unit. Head, yep. it's not Ventilated or anything like that. There's no air conditioning. There aren't fans that I know of. Because when we're cramped into this tiny little backstage area, it's hot as it's hot as balls. And then you sort of step outside, thinking, "Oh, maybe there'll be a cool breeze." Nope, it's just worse. You just mm. yeah, you just wrestle, and <laughs> before you even come out to the ring, you're already in a, a, a pool of your own sweat. Oh yeah, I I remember being um, in a. Ma- I think it was the final match.
0: Of the last show in 2009 It was the one that I broke my uh, arm in And I remember it being really hot in that one And that was in the old AWF Dojo in Minto And then I just remember that Because it had like, you know The big kind of roll-up doors Yes And a breeze came in the back And it just It just felt so good when that breeze hit But then I was like Oh, but none of my legs are getting it Because I'm wearing long tights <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely going Switching to trunks from now on So that's why that was the last time I ever wore Long Tights. Wow. Yeah. What
1: an interesting tale of how <laughs>
0: you ended up where you are today. Yeah, and haven't haven't looked back <laughs> on the uh Long Tights thing. <laughs> but yeah, we we get a different kind of show, a different kind of fan. I was thinking about this over the weekend. Now the fans in in, in our were so fans in our are great when we go down there. They obviously it's, it takes a it's a huge drive to get down there. Yeah. Uh, all the way down to to Shoalhaven. So, um, you know, for us to put on a show there and for them to be so appreciative. But it made me also think about the times that the fans have been, maybe not unappreciative, but not when they haven't realized that they've been insulting. Maybe not as nice, not as receptive. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, there's a couple that stick stick out in my memories. One of them was, um, these are, when I think of... uh, rude fan interactions i think of these two stories first one was 2008 i think it might have been no nine so yeah 2009 uh maybe a couple months earlier than that uh story i was just telling you with the trunks the um i was on a show i think it was out in Parramatta, pcyc and mick Moretti and i had just wrestled before intermission and we were both sent out to you know, take photos and meet fans and stuff at intermission.
1: Do the usual, uh, shake babies, kiss hands. Yeah, we
0: were shaking lots of babies. He had just won the Young Lions championship the week before. We go out there and we're getting photos with these fans and this one kid comes over to get a photo with us and he stands in front of the two of us. He turns around and he looks at his dad who's about to take the picture, but then he looks up and like at me and he's like, Hey, I didn't want you and I was like, oh, this is the rudest kid ever. <laughs> and then, so I was like, okay. So I've gone to walk off and I'm like sort of like walking past the dad and the dad's leaned in and I'm thinking that the dad's going to say something along the lines of like, he's very overexcited or like, you know, don't, don't, you know, <laughs> don't take it to yeah, yeah, exactly. The dad's gone. He only wants a picture with the champ. I was like, oh, you're I'm both I'm sorry, Conco, you, you <laughs> didn't cut it You weren't good enough No, so yeah, that was uh, That one stuck out as like, wow I mean, I can kind of deal with a little kid Kind of just Because kids have no filter sometimes Kids can be so mean Yeah, so But then for the dad to come in and just be like You know Hey, just reminding you You're not the champion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks The cherry on top Cheers, mate <laughs> um, The I, other one Yeah other one was about maybe a year ago, maybe a bit longer. Um, we were in, I think it might have been Dapto. No, it was another one in Wollongong that we did for rock and roll wrestling. And Robbie Eagles and I, who was after the show, we were out there doing a similar sort of thing. I was sort of half, you know, meeting with fans and also kind of half looking for a bathroom because I don't think there was one backstage. And Because uh, I was kind of busting But I was if looking If it's at
1: r- Depto, The bathrooms n- are the change rooms No It wasn't da- It wasn't okay. DAPTO
0: It was somewhere else um, So somewhere where it was kind of I think it was Because the change rooms were like a kitchen Or a shed Or a storage room or something okay. So it wasn't The bathroom facilities weren't easy to get to So um, Yeah Anyway we've gone out at the end And I'm I'm kind of holding it And just sort of Meeting fans and stuff Like I can still hold it That you know Wasn't too bad at that stage You're a big boy I am Um <laughs> and there was a uh, a mom and her and her son and she's gone oh can I get some can we get some photos and I was like we are like yeah sure so she's come and got a photo of Robbie and I and her son and then she's come over and she's gone oh just a second and then so she's like placed her hand on my shoulder like sort of like kind of divided the uh Sort of where Robbie and I were, I think, because I think we were sort of both kind of leaning in so she get this picture with the sun. She'd come in and she's like placed a hand on my shoulder and she's sort of pl- positioning me. And I'm like, okay, this is, she's just, that's a bit weird to come over and position me for a picture and stuff. And, but then before I knew it, she's like one step, two step, three, she's like taking a bunch of steps in one direction. Gone back to where she was And taken a photo of Robbie and the kid So she just pushed you Basically, out of Basically just came over She's like let me just fix this Pushed me all the way out And then went back and took a picture And I was like you bitch Like I wouldn't have minded If she'd have just said Do you mind if I just get one with Robbie And I'm like yeah that'd be fine But she went the Rudest possible way of doing it Both
1: your stories Yeah Are pretty much the same thing They have to do with you being excluded from photos Yes, exactly Yes Uh, So the moral of this story is Never exclude Conco from a photo
0: (laughs) The the moral is like I don't care if people want to exclude me from photos
1: Just be 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 honest about it Yeah, don't be (laughs) Yes My uh, rude I, I guess my rudest fan interactions I'm sure I've had Others that I can't remember, but the top one of the list that comes to mind was also in Wollongong for rock and roll. It was after one of their shows. And uh, there were a group of really bratty children. And I'm lucky because I've got this over-the-top character where most of the time I get to deal with kids. And they're usually very pleasant, very friendly, very excited to meet me, and it's awesome. I really like meeting all these kids. But these kids were real bratty. They were not nice at all. And I remember like there was like a leader of a group it was like a ringleader and he came up to me and he, he called me big poo. And he said, big poo, give me an ice cream. And I was like, ah, oh, look buddy, I'm sorry. I don't have any ice creams on me. You know, usually I have chocolate bars. I didn't bring them today either. Unfortunately, it's like, I don't care. I want ice cream. The kid <laughs> insisting on the ice cream. So I just had to really drill home the fact I didn't have any ice cream and he starts punching me in the leg He started like hammering away at me, being like, I'm a wrestler too. Look how strong I am. And then the other kids joined in and they were like attacking me. And then I just sort of walked away. And I might add, no adults supervising these children. I was looking around and a few few guys were like shrugging their shoulders, like, oh, at least they're not my kids. (laughs) While I'm just being helplessly attacked by a mob of angry children. To just be like, I don't care. I want ice cream Yeah I don't care that you've told me There's none available <laughs> I want it And you will okay, need kid. to provide it I guess I'll just make some appear then Out yeah. of thin air I was gonna Bring this up uh, I saw an old pal today By the name of Jazzy I was, Can we talk about this on the show? We can talk about Jazzy yeah. Jazzy was An old PWA trainee uh, I think he actually had One match Left PWA Went to train with the Australian Pro Wrestling Gym. Had a couple matches there. Uh, I think Jazzy is sort of like from almost I- a legend in PWA in terms of like some one, one of the craziest characters we've had of just like one of the trainees that's walked in with all this attitude, all this uh, charisma, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, from what I understand, and I did, I've did, i met him obviously a few times and trained with him, but uh, I I didn't know him that well. But from what I hear, he just is more interested in training than he is to even be on, being
1: on an actual show. Is that yes. correct? Yes. Uh, Which is the exact opposite of most guys. Well, I think year. what actually happened was he was paired up with B-Boy and Mantis and their stable, the Hive, and he was given a gimmick. I think his name was... LJ Wasp or he was Denzel Waspington. Denzel Waspington, yeah, yeah it was one of those two, and uh, he didn't like it. He thought he was above it, so that's why he wanted to keep training. Uh, he didn't want to have that moniker. He didn't want to have to do that gimmick anymore. So he thought if he kept training, then he could just be jazzy on mm. shows. Uh, and the other thing, if I suppose
0: if listeners can't uh, make the connection with the name like Denzel Waspington, was that he was. You know, a bit darker than just a, a fake tan like a lot of us wear. Yeah, He was, he was extremely dark-skinned. Yes. And so, for him to be in a mask and then also to go
1: out and do Ring Crew before and after the show, it's pretty obvious who it is. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty easy for people to recognize him. Yes. Uh, I remember he was quite an emotional guy, though, if I can just paint the picture of what this guy was like for our audience, our listeners. Sure. Uh, of course, you've probably heard the story of, hey, man, I have feelings too, you know. I've heard this. <laughs> yes. yeah, and I'm going to As paint you- this picture for our audience at home. I think uh, it was a training session with Robbie Eagles and uh, they, they must have been working on strikes or something. I'm, think I'm sorry, Robbie, if I get the story mixed up. I'm pretty sure Robbie was hitting him a few times and then uh, he might have been laying him on a bit snug for Jazzy and then Jazzy got real upset and then uh, screamed out, which is now like... a. Infamous line Amongst the PWA crew Hey man I have feelings too You know Which I think is just Hilarious It's a good line So good Yes And uh, If there
0: are any fans Out there that want to Come to a show With a sign that says Hey man I have feelings too You know You are basically Going to pop the entire Locker room (laughs) By bringing that To a show Just throwing it out there Hey We did see A Not Mad Diamond Sign up in uh, Newcastle So you never
1: know Anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, the reason why he actually ended up leaving PWA was because he had a bit of a, a falling out with Instagram and wanted training sessions. Oh dear. And uh, what happened was Instagram was quite young back then, and Jazzy. Would, <laughs> back then, as opposed to now, Jazzy would arrive quite. <laughs> Late to training sessions sometimes He had some very unorthodox mm. Behaviour at training sometimes mm. I remember at one training session For Instagram's example, Instagram's 40 now by the way Exactly He's old <laughs> as fuck Yeah he, grew, he aged about 20 years <laughs> He grew years. as yeah. tall as he is now Yeah If that makes sense Because he's quite I, tall I know what you're trying to say there Yeah <laughs> I remember another training session With Jazzy uh, He was complaining To Brian Seeker Who was taking the training session About how he felt really sick and then an ice cream truck dro- drove by <laughs> And he said Oh Byron man You know Maybe if I have something to eat It might make me feel a little, little bit better You know I'm going to go get some ice cream <laughs> Said Byron Agreed to him Okay Jazzy Byron the heat seeker it's Brian I, I obviously <laughs> am getting uh, my, my words mixed up here yeah. They sound pretty similar They do uh, So Brian Heatseeker. heat Car- seeker It's because he looks like Carl <laughs> <is Kyle> Byron Which Carl Byron Is where you that's, that's where I must have gotten it from Yeah Uh so Jazzy uh, complained that he was feeling sick. And then Brian said, okay, if you want to have an ice cream, you can get an ice cream. But then you got to sit out for the rest of the training. He's like, okay. So then Jazzy enthusiastically <laughs> runs up off the ice cream truck, grabs some change, comes back with an ice cream. And then he sees us doing this cool spot in the ring. And then he goes, oh, Brian, I want to try doing that spot as well. And then Brian's like, no, Jazzy, you said... That if you're going to have the ice cream you agreed, you won't go to training anymore. He's like, oh, I'm feeling a lot better now. Since I had this ice cream, you know, it's giving me all my energy, my strength back, you know. And then he goes to someone, here. <laughs> Sorry you. Here, hold my ice cream and gets I, in a ring. I think I'm going to make you do that voice for the rest of the episode. but <laughs> yeah Okay, whatever you say, Congo. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. And then he, he gets in a ring, botches the spot, gets out a ring, continues eating his ice cream. Yeah. It's about how I thought that story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah um, The story I actually digress Because the story I was going to lead into Was the reason he left PWA Yes And he had a bit of a spliff A bit of a falling out with, Spliff Is it a spiff A spliff <laughs> I think a
0: spliff is uh, a, a marijuana reference is it I'm not? sorry I was hanging out it... with a deal. Yeah, uh,
1: He had a bit of a falling out With Instagram Right And what actually happened Was Jazzy uh, quite commonly rocked up Late to training Like it could be An hour late It could be Two <laughs> hours late It could be like Five minutes before The training session Was going to end He's so late We're already done <laughs> But he's still doing it So <laughs> Maybe he never had A falling out He just, <laughs> he just rocks up That late now <laughs> I think that might be it Yeah What happened was I think One training session He rocked up Quite late So then Instagram Said to him Okay you're late You need to do squats Which is Common. uh, That's a common common penalty. Yeah. Common penalty. If you're late to training, you have to do uh, a fair few squats, make up for the time you missed out on. In fact, Mm. everyone else arrived on time. A compen. Some people may call it for short. Exactly. So, Jazzy, who had been training longer than Instagram, but wasn't on shows, Mm. uh, and was also older than Instagram. Uh, I think he felt really bitter towards this young guy calling him out, telling him to do stuff, despite him being like an hour late to training. So then he completely lost his shit at Instagram. Uh, He picked up one of the trainees' bags, threw it into the bushes, uh, attempted to kick a ladder over. His foot got stuck in between two steps of the ladder. He had to hobble out, hop out, and then he just pushed the ladder over uh, screamed offensive words at Instagram, and then he grabbed his stuff and he left. And that was the last time we saw Jazzy at PWA training. But I'm happy to, to say, say I was about to say never to be seen again. But until today, yeah. when I saw Jazzy this morning, and I just want to say on this podcast, uh, Jazzy is a changed man now. That was quite a few years ago. He doesn't. And I asked Jazzy. He- Change man as in he doesn't have feelings anymore? <laughs> no, I think he still has the feelings, but okay. he's uh come to peace with himself and now he no longer has any beef with Instagram. So despite them uh having a bit of a heated moment back in the day, which ultimately resulted in Jazzy leaving PWA, he's he's okay with Instagram now. Uh also mentioned to me that he's planning on opening his own wrestling promotion. In the future, Jazzy Pro Wrestling, Jazzy United was the name he pitched to me. <laughs> Even better, yeah. Um, uh, so keep your eyes not, hold on. and ears open for that oh, in the Funch. future. Is he actually naming it after his after himself? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. You got a name like Jazzy. I think it's pretty unique I think it's going to stand out and It is I don't actually You know you know what Conco I don't think there are enough companies In New South Wales So All aboard Like come on Bring True More is more As Daniel Bryan would say Yeah definitely I <laughs> Maybe I need to Start my own promotion
0: And call it the Conco Conco Wrestling <laughs> With two, two Concos The Conco Conco Wrestling The
1: uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm now open for bookings. It's always the same yeah. match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But how will it end this time? Conco versus. Conco won last time. Will Conco win this time? Who knows? Conco wins all the time.
0: Uh, <laughs> just like us feeling good. But that's at the end of the show.
1: You're right, Conco. It's not the end of the show. The show can't end because there is a familiar tune coming in. It's a bit like. I can't believe it. We've been here. We've been waiting. Look look at the time, Conco. I know, look at at it. At least 30 minutes or so, depending on how much you edit out of this episode. Probably about 30, yeah. (laughs) I don't think that you need to do much editing, but here it is. It's rolling in on wheels. It's the Australia Day themed gimmick table. That's right, Big Fudge and uh, Big Fadge.
0: Big Fadge. Of course, I've still got a few t shirts left. Those. uh Gunshow Tour and Central Coast Strongs are available. No larges, but still a few assorted sizes. And the uh, the Jack Daniels label I am now selling for $15 because all I have is smalls, and I've got a lot of smalls left. Um, But, of course, you can get that design still on Redbubble, as somebody did buy it on Redbubble just yesterday, Uh, including there's a lot of things on that Redbubble, Big Fudge, just
1: like our... T-shirts Conquer the Fudge Things Exactly You can support This very podcast By purchasing Uh Two designs Beautifully Drawn up By Goonie Tunes Uh One of them is of course The original Uh Photo, which we use for all the content on this podcast, and the other is the Batman and Robin uh, design. Both yeah. look great. You can get them in a range of things: t-shirts, baby onesies. You love those baby onesies, Beep, I do. Uh, boomerangs, didgeridoos, crocodile holders—all come with this graphic imprinted on them. Yes. Get your crocodile holders. Exactly. If you just from Redbubble have all these crocodiles laying around the house, you don't know where to put them purchase a Concrued Fudge Crocodile hu- Holder <laughs> Crocodile <hunter. laughs> Holder Holder uh,
0: yeah absolutely Big Fudge but um, of course we have more friends Nostalgia Now they're uh, hitting the road they are going to be on the road again yes they just can't wait to get on the road uh, and you'll see exactly what that uh, what I mean by that very soon but until then just go to nostalgianow.com.au for comics collectibles and Any other uh,
1: clothings, uh, cool gimmicks like that, nostalgianow.com.au. And of course, bargain pest control. Take care of your pests. All pests. All pests. Naughty, nice, mean, jerky pests. Anywhere in your house, it doesn't matter where, bargain pest control. Go completely exterminate the fuck out of them. I should not curse when I'm doing a plug. No But too late <laughs> It's out there now uh, Of course that's Facebook.com Slash bargain pest control Deals It's good Don't last forever Coco I can't believe they're still going They will not last I don't you even need know to what the deals are But I just think that it's a bargain They're bargain prices Yeah They're true. too good to be true Yeah But while but you're on true. The Facebook machine mm-hmm. Type in that search engine Australian Indie Wrestling and give them a like. Check out the page for the latest news, information, and updates on Australian independent wrestling.
0: Absolutely. And even if you're on the Facebook, uh, then you can go to slash conquer the fudge. That is our page. Uh, shoot us a message through there if you want to advertise on the gimmick table, because there's plenty of space left over. There
1: is. We could advertise your stuff on the gimmick table. Exactly. I we never point this out. But- quite the salespeople, if I may say so myself. So get in touch, and we can advertise your stuff on Congo and the Fudge. Uh, Bargain Pest Control has seen their revenue skyrocket ever high. since we started plugging them on the show. I don't think it's a coincidence. No, I don't either. And I definitely didn't make that up.
0: But then there's also uh, on the Facebook. You've got a page. I've got a page. As I well. do
1: have a Facebook page. You can follow me. You can give me a like at Facebook.com/slash Machine. And yes, mine's also at Strong Concrete, as
0: is my Twitter is at Strong Concrete, my Instagram is at Dave Concrete, uh, or you can go to conqueronthefudge.com and our social media is all linked to, you know, straight from, about the, social from media, the host's
1: page. Our store, every episode of the show, <laughs> you're probably, maybe you're listening to this right now for our website, and if you're not, you can, if you want to, you can yeah, you download can. it. You can do can it right there can scream it Yeah can read about us
0: So uh, on that
1: note big fudge This is Australia Day So we're going to raise Let's crack open a few VBs and raise them Conco That's it
0: A few VBs Sometimes, I used to have Foster's on Australia Day Just because I felt like that's what the world expected of me but, but that's okay, because uh,
1: you've since learned that you don't have to abide into the world's expectations. No, i will just, I'm I'm my yeah, own. Yeah, faulty stereotypes. No one in Australia fucking drinks Fosters. Yeah, except for Conco in the past on Australia Day. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, Big Fudge, let's <laughs> raise them. <laughs>
1: Candid Davins. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, here is to feeling good. All, all the, the time. time. Cheers, mate.